the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, or welcome if this if you're just tuning in. This is actually hour two of the Hump Day edition of tonight's Andrea K Show. You know how we're getting over the hump, enjoying the good news. That thanks to the Supreme Court hearing uh, Trump's immunity case, uh, the uh, special counsel Jack Smith Jan six indictments, that trial is likely to not take place before the election. If you missed our discussion on that, it was last hour. Download the podcast wherever you get your pods. We talked about that. We talked about Mitch McConnell's announcement. We talked about the update on the Fannie Willis, the lovebird saga out of the ATL. We also had Emerald Robinson on, who's friends with Steve Baker, who is the reporter who's got to turn himself in. He's facing charges on Jan 6. So much, much, much great content last hour. If you missed it, be sure to download the podcast. Um, I also want you guys to email me if you've got any topic ideas, anything on your mind. If you've got a nominee for somebody to be hero, we definitely want to hear from you on that. And if you just want to email me and tell me how great the show is. <laughs> also, if you got any recipes, y'all know I love me a good recipe. So email me, andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. All right. Now, this hour, we've got to get uh, update you guys. We've got some stuff related to the Lake and Riley a disgusting, despicable, tragic murder that took place that was completely preventable. We've also uh, got uh, the juicy, yummy, speaking of family sagas, uh, the saga of Hunter Biden. He actually showed up for his deposition today. and We've got a couple little interesting uh, tidbits to share with you guys about that. Before I go any further... Uh, let me bring in this guy. It is the one and only DJ Sesame Broccolini. I'm as mad as I, I'm not going to take this anymore. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, you just, you you brought up Hunter Biden. So, <laughs> Look, you know, I, I do wonder what he's thinking about right now. I, I don't know. I imagine he's very nervous, but I guess we'll see what happens. I don't know. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I, maybe you haven't heard the latest. That's why I'm glad I'm doing this mm, because you're so mm-hmm. busy. You might not have realized he's not worried today because as he shared with the committee today, he he, he only he, these business dealings were about saving us from Russia. <laughs> you thought I was joking for a second. I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's, he went there. He actually shared with the committee. Of course, this was behind closed door testimony. But according to now, let me back up a little bit because he showed up today. Now, let, well, actually, I should even back up further and remind you guys that he did everything he could to try to fight this deposition. He actually showed up on the day of his deposition in December, did a press conference outside in which he used carefully chosen words about uh, Joe Biden's role in the business. Uh, I can't remember now exactly how he did it, but, you know, he basically 
he wordsmithed it to where it's like he walked a line where he said something along the lines of, no, Joe Biden didn't really, wasn't involved. Uh, it, it, it was no longer, they backed off the original lie, which is Joe Biden knew nothing about it. And now it was, wasn't directly involved in it using some different words. That didn't get in. And basically he said, you know, I'll, I'm here um, to testify, but I want to do it publicly so that the public, you know, gets to hear the truth. You know, again, trying to fall on his sword. Uh, that didn't work for him. Then he showed up, actually, when the impeachment inquiry was holding a public hearing with his team. I don't know if you guys remember that and tried to bully his way. Uh, into uh, giving public testimony because, and the reason why he wanted public instead of private, as we've talked about many times, was then they could control. He would be there with his um, his attorneys and be able to uh, then, with the help of the Democrats in the hearing, be able to control what gets what he answers. Versus when you're in a deposition, it's behind closed doors. They slide a document over, and it's you know you got to answer for this. Um, so that didn't work the day they tried to crash, uh, the hearing. And it was only until he was facing contempt of charges as well as jail time that he finally decided to show up today. But he issued a statement publicly before he went behind closed doors and he said, it is uncontestable fact. I am here, uh, to share the uncontestable truth uh, that my dad didn't have any involvement or any, you know, in the businesses, which uh, it is contestable. In fact, there's all kinds of evidence that, quite frankly, beg, beg the question from, you know, as to why they even bothered with this, you know, sham today. Uh, the evidence included 22 shell companies, wire transfers, uh, emails, text messages, testimony from people like Bobolinsky and beyond. Uh, according to reports, he actually said to the committee that it was a charade. It was based on, of course, you know, the dreaded MAGA conspiracies. You know, he trotted out the MAGA conspiracy card. He went on to say that the Republican Party had used innuendo and did this. And, oh, he was just such a victim. Then, then, according to Matt Gates, he actually pulled and played the Russia card. Sesame Broccolini, if you can play this breaking 911 Matt Gates clip. There were a number of interesting moments, but perhaps none more interesting than when Hunter Biden told us that he uh, joined the Burisma board to counter Russian aggression. I, I hadn't heard that one before, that thank goodness we had Hunter Biden on the Burisma board uh, because that was uh, central to his strategy to stand up to Vladimir Putin. What Russia aggression when he was on the board and what was that and, and what Russia aggression was taking place? What is he talking about when he stepped in on the board? There was no Russian aggression going on at that point. Against Ukraine, the aggression that was going on at one point was a prosecutor that was going after Burisma. And that's when uh, VP daddy stepped in and got the prosecutor fired. He was the hero. He was, he was, he was, uh, the, the, um, almost like the special agent, uh, who was going to risk his life as a double agent to try to stop Russian aggression. How was being on, on the, the board of Burisma going to do anything to stop any so-called Russian aggression? 
Was Barisma actually standing in front of any tanks that were on their way in? I mean, what? I mean, do they really believe? I mean, do these people think that had to have been a joke? Your thoughts, Sesame? Oh, oh, sadly, I do not think it's a joke. I and, and sadly, I think a lot of people will will believe this. I mean, yeah, I, I, I hate to say it, but. There are so many people, people I get into into conversations with on a daily basis in my own life who will sit there and and ignore all of like you were saying, photos, text messages, emails, voicemails. The head of Burisma says he has 17 audio recordings, 15 with Hunter, two with Joe talking about this bribery scheme. Let's he, let's see the tapes if they exist. Bring them forward. But no, no, no. The the the, the US government, the the Democrat party, they're completely uninterested in it and they want to paint this as mm-hmm. some extremist, you know, political witch hunt. Everything that they're doing to Trump um as just one example of of the fact that they they know exactly what's going on and Hunter, I don't know, this is just a really weak defense, but still I think some people will buy it. I don't know why, they but will because part of it's also country, just, yeah, well, there's, well, the fact that Republicans haven't gone forward with a real impeachment yet because there's so much evidence that's come to light. It just, it burns me up because we've seen enough. We know enough. Yeah. There's enough evidence. There's a whole mountain of it. Well, the reason why they're going forward with the Russia card here is because it did work for them. Half this, it's like we talked about with Emerald Robinson. Once they get a narrative implanted in the minds of people, it's like that old saying of, uh, it's easier to con people than to convince them they've been conned. Half this country still believes that Brett Kavanaugh raped girls because the you know they, they they're going to admit that they were duped or they haven't or they never heard the truth come out that they were false accusations that the women admitted to, right? Sa- same thing with the Russian collusion hoax. Half this country still believes because CNN and Adam Schiff and others spent years saying that that Trump colluded with the Russians. They actually believe it in spite of the fact that Bob Mueller came out. Bob Mueller came out and admitted what everybody should have known from the beginning was that there was never any evidence that Trump colluded with the Russians. It was Hillary Clinton who hired uh, through Perkins Coy, her, her campaign hired through Perkins Coy st- Steele to cook up the phony Steel dossier falsely accusing Trump of hiring hookers to pee on him in Russia. They're still playing the Putin card. And in fact, uh, we had the guy who the whistleblower who filled out the FD 1023 form about the bribery. Christopher Ray, the DOJ, they all knew about that form and did nothing about it. No, nothing about it. No further investigations. It sat. Suddenly they arrest that guy and accuse him. He's denied bail. He's sitting in jail, accused of being a Russian operative. How convenient. Years later, suddenly he's a Russian operative. Right before Hunter goes into his deposition is saying, I was fighting Russian aggression. And on top of it, Jamie Raskin made this comment. Let me see. Um, It's actually, I think it's, the third clip in the stack. Here's what Raskin had to say about the Biden impeachment. Um, Their most recent star witness, Alexander Smirnoff, is now in jail, uh, being held as a flight risk uh, after being indicted by uh, the special counsel who was named by Donald Trump, David Weiss, for lying to the FBI and creating a false documentary uh, record. So this has been a comedy of errors from the beginning, 
um, all of the revelations that are in um, the legal pleadings filed by uh, David Weiss now give a very strong whiff of a Russian intelligence operation. <laughs> Just like the Hunter Biden laptop story was was had all the the whiff of a Russian uh, collusion operation. And we had, what, 22 intelligence officials that probably still have clearances lying to the American people. And they still haven't apologized for it and probably still have their clearances. This Russia card is is they are continuing to work it. They and they've worked it successfully, including getting Republicans to sign on to continue to give Ukraine the same uh, the the that was um, the corrupt country that Biden was in charge of the energy policies for, in which suddenly uh, he becomes as vice president head of uh, energy policy for the United States. And one of the countries he's involved in, in who, whose energy policies he's involved in, puts his kid. On the on the board of Burisma, and you're right. Half the American public are absolutely going to believe this and eat this up. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue this discussion. We're also going to shift gears and talk about the border because guess who's finally going to the border tomorrow? Joe Biden. He's going to Brownsville, Texas. He should be coming to San Diego because this is the latest uh, designated drop zone for their illegal alien operation, including Joe Biden's communist uh, party friends sending the Chinese migrants here. We've got much more for tonight's Andrew K. Show, so stick with us. A.K., Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea Kay, whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show, continuing our discussion on Hunter Biden. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about how the Democrats are all playing the Russia card over this impeachment. Uh, You know, I don't care what card they want to play. I don't care whether or not the guy who filled out the FD-1023 whistleblower form, whether or not that that had any bearing or or, or who he is, because let me tell you, uh, and Hunter Biden can go and sit there and lie through his replacement teeth. You know, the, the new teeth that he got to replace the ones that he that uh, all uh, were corroded from the crack. He can go lie through his replacement veneers. Uh, but you know what doesn't lie? The documents, the documentation. And now I want to play a clip from Jim Jordan talking about the pattern that has been revealed uh, through the text messages, through the emails, through everything, all the uh, the. Um, evidence uh, that matches up between the text messages, the emails, the bank records, and more. Sesame? I mean, there's a pattern with uh, the Biden family. Hunter Biden goes out and tries to get business, but the agreements and the deals never get done until Joe Biden shows up, either on a phone call, stopping by a lunch, dropping by a dinner. That's when these things happen. And And this Chinese energy company is a great example. He'd been working on this deal for months, But it wasn't until they're having a lunch at the Four Seasons restaurant, eight Chinese officials there with Hunter Biden and his business partners, that Joe Biden stops in. And then three weeks later, shazam, here comes $3 million wired to Hunter Biden. So that's the pattern throughout. So we'll explore that kind of broad issue. Yeah. See, this is this is this is when good investigative work really puts all the pieces together when it combines the banking records text messages, activities, when the deals go down, 
and piece it all together. This is good detective work. Now, the question then is whether or not there will be anybody held accountable to it. Um, before we talk accountability, I want to play one more clip uh, about this that has to do with James Comer. You know, he's been the head of the impeachment inquiry. And I want to play this clip because it shows the extent of which the reporters today are doing the bidding for Hunter and trying to control the narrative, even as the House and you know investigators have the goods on Hunter. If you can play the James Comer clip, about it, sir, because there is no evidence that Joe Biden did anything. He got two hundred thousand dollars from what did he do and as the a evidence that, that Joe Biden, that Jim Didn't Biden said Joe, no, listen, he wasn't vice president at the look, time. Those you can you can defend Joe Biden all day long. You can defend Joe Biden. You, 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 you can be on his legal defense team. Kevin Morris will probably pay your legal bills <laughs> if you want. You're not but answering my question. No, I am answering your question. You don't you you don't understand what we've said over and over and over. Joe Biden took two hundred thousand dollars. Was vice president from at the time that two hundred thousand dollar check was was put through? Did what? He was a private citizen at the time that two hundred thousand dollar check went through. Was he not? The the four hundred the forty thousand dollars. The two hundred thousand dollar check, which you've cited twice. So now, it's okay. Was he a public official so, at the time? So do you have a problem that Joe Biden's lied about this? Do you have a problem that that America? See, this is where James Comer goes goes wrong. You can end it there. So he's you know the reporter is is bullying James Comer instead of asking questions and letting James Comer answer. And James Comer uh, did not manage that interview well with that reporter. It doesn't matter whether whether Joe Biden was vice president anymore at the time in which he got that money. The evidence shows that when he was vice president, he sold off this country and did change policy in order to get these deals for his son, his son, through his son, that benefited financially nine members of the Biden family. That's a crime. And this is why last hour when we talked to Emerald Robinson about Steve Baker facing charges and having to turn himself in Friday, that uh, J- J- Steve Baker actually tweeted the other day, there were 60 other reporters and outlets in, in the Capitol, he's the only one facing charges related to January 6th. And why? Because he's putting the truth out there. And he said in a tweet the other day, are all of us supposed to see the world through the same prism? Absolutely. They want to get rid of the Steve Bakers, the Emerald Robinsons. They want to get rid of anybody that dares to tell the truth. And we need Republicans who aren't just great investigators, but those that are better at messaging and communication than what we just saw right there from Comer. He was completely bullied by a reporter whose entire goal is to push propaganda on the part of the communist, which are controlling this nation. Anything you want to add so far? The It's just, it's, it's almost not even worth, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously the press is important, at least in theory, but come on with, with predetermined yeah. conclusions. These, these reporters have decided in their mind already, Joe Biden is not guilty and he can do no wrong. Meanwhile, Trump is definitely guilty for non-existent crimes that we can't prove he committed because he didn't. So yeah, it, it's just, it's just frustrating because it's just so unproductive and it's very obvious. And it's like, well, I mean, what, what, what's the point of going at it with this uncurious, heavily biased, bought exactly. and paid for, Soros-backed media. 
I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You don't bother to get into, you know, just say, and, you know, if they don't let you answer to say either you're going to let me answer or I'm walking away. Mm-hmm. You don't argue with a reporter and they try to argue, say, I'm not arguing with you. Your job's supposed to be the reporter. That means you report. It doesn't mean you argue. Skedaddle. Look, uh, Jonathan Turley uh, 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 said it correctly when he's uh, when he talked about the links in which the Dems would go to defend Hunter Biden. It, the, if you can play this clip, it's third from the bottom of the stack. Well, you'll notice he does not say that my father did not know about my business activities uh, as he was flying on Air Force Two, for example. He has previously contradicted his father, who maintained throughout the campaign that he had no knowledge of his son's business dealings. Now, most of us believe that is now patently false, uh, but you'll notice the nuanced language in all of this. I think that the Democrats did a disservice to themselves by coming out too quickly. You know, they came out in about an hour after the deposition had started, after uh, Hunter Biden read that statement. So he had barely cleared his throat when they came out and said, OK, well, there's nothing here. And it left a lot of us sort of chuckling. We, it, it made it seem like he could pull out the severed head of Victor Shokin uh, <laughs> and they would still say, well, thank you for being so forthcoming. I think we can move along now. I mean, it, it was just a bizarre and I think a really badly timed effort. So we have to see how he answers some of these very specific questions. Well, now we know that that was uh, Jonathan Turley this morning, actually, uh, before the deposition. Um, but he's right. Uh, you know, if Biden pulled out the severed head of Victor Shokin, who was the prosecutor, uh, they would still defend it. I mean, you know, and that's what we're dealing with. And that's why freedom of the press is absolutely so important, because we've got to have good people like Emerald Robinson. We've got to have you guys, you know, you know, turning off Fox News, turning off, um, although Jonathan Turley said that on Fox News today, turning off CBS. If you've got family members telling them, I, I mean, uh, to, to actually start getting their news from someplace else. And we all have to, uh, from, uh, we need to be supporting conservative media outlets uh, like my show, like OAN, Newsmax has capitulated in far too many ways. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned you guys that Carl Higby, after Trump gave a speech, I think it was in South Carolina, Carl Higby did a disclaimer afterwards, former Navy SEAL did a disclaimer. Uh, Newsmax uh, just wants to, to you know, uh, uh, state here that uh, Joe Biden won in 2020 and is the, the uh, legal president of the United States. And it's just, yeah. So we need to be supporting conservative, true conservative media. We need to do like Emerald Robinson said last hour and make sure that we are getting the truth out to as many people as possible. It's on us. We can't do with, you know, the glory days of being able to sit back and, and thinking, oh, I can get all my news by watching one 30 minute show and Walter Cronkite and feel like, or read the New York times or the LA times or the times picking you and in New Orleans and feel like, you know, I'm getting the truth. It's just, it's just not there anymore. And we've got to be pushing, and we also have to be pushing for accountability. Uh, there's no point in doing all this investigation if somebody's head's not going to be, if, if, if the Biden crime family are not going to be prosecuted. And I want Trump to stand before the American people and say, I want these investigations to continue. And my DOJ will start, will start uh, prosecuting everybody who's committed, every elected official who's committed a crime. 
in the course of their duties. And it, and, and it will not end title will not protect anybody. I would like him to say, I made a mistake by not uh, pursuing the, the, having my DOJ pursue Hillary Clinton because she committed crimes. And I won't make that mistake again. Do you think that would be good strategy? Oh, that would be great. That, it, that, that would be amazing. I, I, yeah. I would love to see something like that. We're never going to restore justice in this country as long as uh, the conservatives, Republicans, the Steve Bakers, the Steve Bannons, the Peter Navarros, mm-hmm. the average Americans that have been s- struggling, denied bail and persecuted um, in, in Michigan in uh, over Jan 6, all the way the way the FBI whistleblowers were persecuted, we're, we're and prosecuted. We're never going to restore this country without real accountability. And that means prosecutions yes. of Joe Biden, the Biden crime family and, it, uh, you know, Christopher Ray. Nobody was held accountable. For any of the illegal spying, the lawfare, the weaponization of this country against uh, M- Michael Flynn. Papadopoulos, even Cohen. There was so much that was done in terms of the weaponization. And there's no excuse for why there hasn't been greater accountability on the part of the Republicans. None whatsoever. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to switch gears um, there and, and, and talk a little bit more about the border as well as this Lakin Riley story that has really captured the nation and might be uh, the logjam or this story that breaks the logjam of getting the border secured. Stay with us. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. We're going to shift gears uh, to the border crisis that we've got, to the fact that we've got, and, and, and I'm going to say it every day. If y'all are sick of hearing it, I get it. But this orchestrated invasion uh, is killing Americans right and left. And remember back when Obama said after September 11th uh, in 2012 and Benghazi, that the Benghazi four who died were bumps in the road. He literally said that. And Americans went out and voted for him t- for his reelection. And Mitt Romney didn't have a problem with it. Well, you know what? All the Americans that are suffering at the hands of the illegal aliens right now that are coming into this country are just bumps in the road for the Democrats. It should be very clear to you that they're communist and that these communists have no soul. Somebody had said, I think it was Elon Musk, said that George Soros hated humanity. Don't all communists, and that includes the Democrat Party and the Biden regime. Case in point, the way that they have responded or lack of response to the Lake and Riley story. I think that the Lake and Riley story, and there there will come a time, I suspect, in which uh, the left will start saying that this Lake and Riley story uh, only captured the nation because she's white. And that's why her murder at the hands of an illegal is suddenly uh, got everybody, you know, fed up with the border. Oh, no. Oh, no. Remember in 2016? In 2016, Donald Trump introduced America to the angel uh, moms, right? The family members that had lost their children who had been murdered by illegal aliens, including uh, immigrants, legal immigrants into this country. 
like a, a, a Mexican uh, national, I believe, who had immigrated legally into this country, whose daughter was was found burned in a cornfield in Texas. There was there was another uh, um, African American man, I think it was, whose daughter, who or da- whose daughter and friend were uh, dismembered by MS-13 gang members. And that was back in 2016. I do think we have reached a point to where the American people, this Lake and Riley story, because it, I think it, in part because it came out of Georgia, not a border city, Athens, Georgia. I think it was a wake-up call to America that if a nursing student could be bludgeoned to death by an illegal alien so badly her skull was practically turned into mush, that that could be anybody in America. And then you add in the fact that the Biden administration and Joe Biden, 22 text messages about George Floyd and not one about Lake and Riley. Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about it today and uh, and, and whether or not Joe Biden was going to be speaking to the family. Because remember back going back to Michael Brown, the lie of hands up, don't shoot. Uh, Barack Obama sent a team, sent a delegate a delegation did not send a delegation, by the way, I don't know if you'll remember this, to Margaret Thatcher's funeral, but sent a delegation to the funeral of Michael Brown. Every time there's some African-American that's that's killed under circumstances that the left can exploit, a president's on the phone. Remember Barack Obama, if Trayvon Martin was, you know, uh, if I had a son, you know, he would look like Trayvon Martin. So here's Corrine Jean-Pierre after being asked whether or not the president is going to be speaking to Lake and Riley's family. Says me. I do want to extend uh, our deepest condolences to the family and loved ones of Lake and Hope Riley. Uh, given this is an active uh, case, I'm going to be really careful about uh, speaking to that case more specifically. I would have to refer any anything specific to that uh, to that case to law enforcement and obviously ICE. And I, the president, I don't have anything uh, uh, regarding to the president speaking to the family, but it is heartbreaking. I, I can't even imagine what the family's going through. And so, um, but uh, anything else specifically, I would have to refer you to ICE and law enforcement. Despicable. Despicable. He did a whole video message about George Floyd and to the family. Oh, I know what it's like when you bury your soul six feet under. Nothing. Not a word to Lake and Riley's family. It's the equivalent of spitting on the grave. It's because he knows he's got blood. Well, if he even knows where he is right now, he's got, he knows that he's got blood on his hands. He doesn't care. Flat out does not care. And you know who else doesn't care? the mayor of Athens, Georgia. Here's something that I didn't know. Athens, Georgia is a sanctuary city. Here he is today. uh, Instead of showing sympathy to the Lake and Riley's family, instead of showing the proper outrage at the invasion at the border, here he is today cautioning people about conflating immigration and crime. Sesame. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Because the impact of federal immigration policy on localities has been under such consistent discussion in recent months, I do want to say a few words about this. It's my 18th year as a local government policymaker, and my work has overlapped with four U.S. presidencies and numerous iterations of Congress. All of them have failed to reach agreement on how to handle immigration. 
That's because the Uniparty wants the open border. And that doesn't make it okay. And what a lie, what a crock of BS that there's the, the data demonstrates that there's no connection between immigration and crime. He was an illegal alien that shouldn't have been here in this country. And had he not been here, she wouldn't be dead. Was there somebody else that was going to step in and kill her when the illegal alien didn't? The, the same illegal alien who attacked uh, the uh, uh, Border Patrol agents or, or maybe maybe it was FBI officials in Texas. This is the same illegal that committed crimes in New York City. And and because New York was a sanctuary city, they released him and didn't let ICE put a, a detainer on him. In fact, Mayor Adams in New York is saying that he's going to change that law. I don't believe it. But but he did. He said it. This is the kind of insane crap they want to shove, the lies they want to shove on the American people. And you know what? The citizens of Atlanta uh, or, or Athens, Georgia, weren't having it today. There's another clip I want to play for you guys. Uh, Sesame, it's the clip just above it. And here's what some of the citizens had to say to him as he dared, dared to spew that crap in their faces. Liar. Many of the elements. Liar. 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 We, Liar. we are here to listen. Liar. You are guilty and got blood on your head for this murder, sir. That's right. And, and it's not just the locals in Athens who know it. All Americans know it. And we've had it. We're tired of hearing about children raped. We're tired of hearing about uh, the Americans dying from DUI. Is everybody for, uh, you know, uh, one of the f- stories from a couple of months ago was a mom who came home and found her teenage daughter dead to bathtub in Texas from an illegal alien. There's more people dying from illegal aliens than, than died of COVID, legitimately died of COVID. But however many people are dying in this country at the hands of illegal aliens, it's too many. And shame on the Republican Party. They should also be calling her today. And begging for her family today and begging for forgiveness because they have farted around and done everything that they could to fund Ukraine and doing nothing, nothing to seal the border. Shut it down and start a deportation force. And every American who dies going forward should get compensation from the Biden crime family. From every elected official, where's the reparations for them? There's a direct connection between the policies going on with this Biden regime and dead Americans. Direct connection. Literally blood on his hands. That illegal alien did not come through into this country when Trump was president, Mr. Mayor of Athens, Georgia. Makes me so angry. Anything you want to say here, Sesame Broccolini, before I wrap this segment? I just I I really 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 hope that all of the voters remember this extremely mm. cold comfort when mm-hmm. November comes around. Remember time and time again whether it's this Maui every time there's a crisis Americans are hurting. We are hurting. This is rock bottom. We haven't been this low ever. This is we've hit rock bottom all thanks to the Biden regime. So I just hope people remember this. And 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 it sounds like people in Athens are, are totally in tune to what's really going on. I just hope that everyone else throughout the country really thinks long and hard about who you want to vote for in November. Really, really think about it. Remember the pain. Remember the suffering. 
it's just it's just so it's just disgusting it's mm-hmm. it is you know wow absolutely it's just yeah i'm almost at a loss of words we're going to take a break we come back final segment of tonight's andrew k show stay with us Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You know what always cheers me up? I'm so upset over this border situation and the deaths of Americans, but what cheers me up is when I hear from you guys. So I've got some emails to read out. Do you guys email me at andreakayshow.com? Here's one from my good friend Sandy. She says uh, she sent me two food stories. Kellogg CEO faces criticism for suggesting consumers eat cereal for dinner. <laughs> um, I don't know what this, why he would, but I have a feeling that it has to do with inflation. Can't afford to feed your family a salad and some fresh produce and some lean meat. I know. Feed them some frosted flakes, sesame broccolini. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, look, I encourage people to go see that interview he did about it where he's just standing there gleefully. And he's like, well, I guess, you know, the data indicates that Americans are hurting. And so if you're you know, looking to save money, then start eating less food and less nutritious food. It's just why are you so happy about the fact that the economy is so bad people can't afford to eat? Like, honestly, it's just, ugh, okay, whatever. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, I mean. Because that, that's what it is. It's like he literally, he's got all this economic data and he's like, well, I guess consumers are hurting. And it's like, gee, you think so? You think so? Really? And then yeah, his big about, suggestion how, yeah, is how about, instead of yeah. reckless, rein in the reckless government spending and, and chop the FBI budget, it's like, no, no, you should just you should just get used to downsizing your life and try to make it fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, I it's communism. It's interview. literally like I, oh, it's like when Bernie Sanders says, well, at least, you know, they had bread lines and the bread lines were on time. It's, it's like, the, why are you so happy about the fact that people are too, too broke to eat in Biden's America? I, yeah. I Wow. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. Yeah. I was just going to ask. I didn't watch the interview. Did he say anything about, um, yeah, I'm sorry that Americans are struggling, you know, financially right now. You know, I urge the administration to, you know, you know, it, however he would want to say it, whatever his understanding is of economics. Um, and he could say, well, you know, the good news is, is we're fighting to keep our, you know, our prices low or whatever. Seriously, no, um, he only tangentially at the top. Yeah. He's like, well, I guess, you know, he's like, I yeah. guess the prices for meat are increasing. So we came up with a brand new marketing idea and we think it's really cool. And it's like you, you just yeah, glam- I, you, yeah. you bury the lead. It's like, I don't care about your marketing. Kellogg. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and, yeah. I mean, you know, he might as well have been he might as well have been stupid enough to declare or announce they've got a new burger flavored cereal. You know, that- <laughs> <laughs> Speaking burger of burgers. Meets your frosted flakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mix it in dry. Dump the hamburger helper in dry into your cereal and pour some milk over it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Speaking of burgers, another story that Sandy sent was Wendy's plans to test surge pricing on its menu. Oh, why? Yeah, I just looked that up real quick while while you and I were chatting. 
And evidently, um, here's the headline. Wendy's immediately promises no burger surge pricing after online backlash. Evidently, the uh, um, the, uh, the public decided to give them a frosty uh, response to that, but umptish. Um, they had said to uh, the CEO had told investors beginning as early as 2025, we will begin testing enhanced features like dynamic pricing, um, which I guess meant that at certain times a day, um, we uh, they would raise prices, I guess, like surge pricing, kind of like when Uber. If you want to go to the airport on a Saturday morning or Friday afternoon, it's going to cost you more. Or you want an Uber at eight o'clock, you know, when you're downtown San Diego, it's going to cost you more. I guess that's what the plan was. And now they're like, oh, psych, we were just kidding. (laughs) Now, Mo sent me an email um, that said, my dear Mo, and, and I wasn't quite sure what you were referring to, Mo. So if you can clarify this for me. Uh, You said, you know what you have, don't know what you will get. Be careful what you wish for. So I'm not sure which of my segments you were referring to there, Mo, but I love you. And um, I love getting any of your emails from me. Let me, let me know what you were referring to there. Um, All right. Oh, I didn't give you a chance to respond to the surge pricing story from Wendy's. I mean, I'm not even a Wendy's eater. I don't want to eat there. The only thing I eat at Wendy's, well, it did before they doubled the price, was the half salad. It was the apple with caramelized um, pecans in it or walnuts and chicken salad in it. Um, But I don't want to eat their burgers, even, you know, on the value menu. Your thoughts on the surge pricing? It's just it's a, it's a scam. I mean, look you you just charge people, you punish them for showing up at dinner time and saying I want a hamburger. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. it's just it's idiotic. It, it's no. I'm glad people push back because it's just completely idiotic. And then on the flip side, you get a deal or a discount maybe if you show up during off hours, and it's just you're going to punish those of us who are working jobs who are busy from nine to five, like you're going to punish most of us with this weird policy in hopes of what may be benefiting people that have time at two 15 on a Wednesday afternoon to go through a drive through. Like, come on, stop punishing the working world for trying to make ends meet. Just stop. Yeah. 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 How about you guys? Um, check your your uh, uh your DEI policies how about you check your ESG support and stop voting democrat instead how about you go and punish the policymakers that mm-hmm. have created the inflation that now have you know um big mm-hmm. mac meals costing 18 dollars in some place how about how about you punish those people instead of the hard working americans out there all right we're going to, uh, so that's it for us now. I started to say take a break, but the show's over. We will be back tomorrow on our Friday Eve special. Thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks to my guests. Thanks to the listeners. Email me, andreacastro.com. Download the podcast if you missed any part of tonight's show because we covered a whole lot of topics, everything from Lake and Riley, the Hunter Biden deposition today, uh, breaking news out of the Supreme Court. Uh, and a reporter who's facing arrest covered so, so, so much. Um, and we thank you for being a part of it. Stay active out there. Keep your head on a swivel and come back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.